Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel-obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm super excited to be talking about this topic today, and that is the topic of Instagram versus Pinterest. Now, because I am a person who loves search engines such as Google and Pinterest, and I harp on about them both quite a lot, as you can probably tell if you have been a listener for a little bit now. That is my jam. Search engines are my jam. Social media, mm, I like it. It has its purpose, but I don't love it. And so a question that I hear a lot or I get asked is, should I give up social media to jump on Pinterest or should I go, you know, balls to the wall with Pinterest and really slow down with Instagram? So I'm going to be sharing first my results when I compare the two platforms together. And then I'm also going to be going through the biggest differences of each platform So I'm going to look into audience, searchability, types of content, content lifetime, purpose, that type of thing. Going to be going really deep into that and also how I actually use each platform in each category. And then I'm going to be sharing my final thoughts on whether you should give up social media to jump on search engine traffic or if I think you should do both. So first of all, I think it's only fair if I share my results when I compare Pinterest to Instagram. So I have looked at my results in three different categories. The first one is traffic because that is the biggest thing that I am measuring within my business. Next is engagement. And then the last one is reach. So how many people am I reaching with my content? So first of all, we have traffic. So with Pinterest, I actually get 61 times more traffic than I do with Instagram. That is a crazy result. So that means that I send people to my website much more often than I do with Instagram. With Pinterest, I get 44 times more engagement with my content. So the people who see my content, they actually engage with it 44 times more than they do with my Instagram content. And then with Pinterest, I actually reach 57 times more people. Now, This is actually a really important metric and I think something that has changed a lot with social media, in particular Instagram, is that we're finding that we're not reaching as many new people or even just our followers, right? It's much harder to reach our followers and new people on social media. So this kind of metric makes sense to me. I have noticed that a lot with Instagram that the reach has died down. And then from there, I guess the engagement naturally goes down as well. 
So Pinterest, 61 times more traffic. With Pinterest, I get 57 times more people. And then with Pinterest, I get 44 times more engagement. Those results tell me that Pinterest is a much better platform for me to market my business. However, it may surprise you that I am still marketing on Instagram. And there is a reason for that. So Instagram and Pinterest, they are obviously different platforms, okay? But it's important to know that because they are different platforms, they have different intentions. They have different ways that they work. That means that you have to do different content most of the time, right? Or format the content differently. So we're going to be looking into different buckets here. So we will look at the audience first and then we'll get into the others. But I just wanted to say that first before we get into things. Of course, they're different platforms. They're going to be used in different ways. Okay, so let's get into the differences and how I use each platform for each of the buckets I'm about to talk about. So the first bucket that I have here is audience. How does the audience differ from Pinterest than it does from Instagram? So when it comes to statistics, they don't differ that much, to be honest. Most people are surprised that Pinterest has so many users because a lot of people are not using Pinterest or they think of it as a platform that people don't use to find information. They just think of it as a platform where you find wedding inspo or food ideas and things like that but Pinterest has grown a lot over the years and there are many different industries niches and categories on Pinterest you know people marketing their business but also customers looking for different information and in different industries so it's really important to know that but I want to get into the consumer. So when it comes to the consumer finding your content or connecting with you, these two platforms work very differently. So when we think of Instagram, we have obviously new people. So we're reaching new people and also we have followers. With Instagram, the followers on your account is a really big thing, right? Once you follow someone, you want to keep seeing their content again and again. Now with Pinterest, you can follow different accounts. However, it's not really the same as Instagram. I myself, I can say as a consumer, I definitely follow people, but it's not like I am checking out their content. It just kind of comes across if I'm you know, on my home feed or whatever, or if I'm actively searching for them. Pinterest, I'm normally actually using the search bar and I'm going to find different information or ideas. So the content that you come across on Pinterest is probably from people that you may never heard of before, which means that as the marketer on Pinterest, your content has been shown in front of many more new people than your followers. This means that when people come across your Pinterest content, they don't know who you are. They have no idea. So they may click on your piece of content and then click through to your website and they still have no idea who you are until they reach your website. So it is really important with Pinterest to actually have a website that is converting. So what I mean by that is once someone hits your website, what happens next? Do you have links to your lead magnets, your offers, right? Your sales pages, 
your social media, your podcast, your YouTube channel. You need those things in place before you start to market on Pinterest. Otherwise, you're going to be driving traffic to your website. They're going to get to your website and they're not clicking anywhere from there. Okay, so you need to make sure that your website is set up to actually convert the traffic that's coming in. With Instagram and audience, we're seeing a lot of people staying on the app and not necessarily clicking out. So if you were thinking of driving traffic to your funnels, for example, Instagram is going to be much harder than Pinterest. That's just a fact. However, with Instagram, relationship building and making connections is like the best thing to do on this platform. Whereas I wouldn't do that on Pinterest. I'm not necessarily messaging anyone on Pinterest. I'm not creating relationships or growing relationships. I'm simply putting my content out there. And Instagram, I'm putting my content out there. It's not reaching that many people, right? But I am building relationships. So those are the differences when it comes to audience. Now we're going to look at desktop versus mobile. So this may not sound sexy, but let me just quickly go over this bucket because it is kind of interesting. So with Pinterest, we have the desktop version, right? And then we have the mobile app. And it's funny because as a business owner and a Pinterest marketer, I actually go between the mobile app and also the desktop. Whereas with Instagram, it's predominantly a mobile app. You create content on the mobile app, right? Whereas with Pinterest, I use a mixture of both. So that's kind of the main difference there. And I actually do want to add one more thing onto this because I can use a mixture of desktop and mobile for Pinterest. Why I do find Pinterest to be much more quicker in terms of creating content, publishing content, scheduling content, because you can do it on your desktop. It's really easy to just kind of like click, 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 and then you have content scheduled for months in advance. Whereas Instagram, I mean, you can definitely do that but I have found it quite buggy and I don't use the desktop version of Instagram like ever. It's all mobile. So I really love Pinterest that I can use the desktop and mobile and I use it for different purposes. Like for example, the desktop, I'm checking my analytics, I'm scheduling content and then with the mobile app, I'm actually creating idea pins and publishing those. So that's how I use Pinterest with both versions. The next bucket is link sharing options. Now again, not a sexy bucket, right? But very important for business. If you want to send people to your offers and to your funnels and to your lead magnets, then you should be thinking about how each platform is used in terms of sharing those products and services and lead magnets. With Instagram, obviously we have Instagram stories and you know it's really easy to put a link in your Instagram stories. You can put links in your bio. However, you cannot put a link for every piece of content you publish. And you can do that with Pinterest. So with Pinterest, you get a link in your profile and you get a link in every piece of content that you share, which is why the traffic potential on Pinterest is so much higher than Instagram because every piece of content you publish, you get the chance to send them somewhere different to your new blog post, to your new podcast episode, to your lead magnet, to your course, to your coaching program, your mastermind, right? And so this is why it is so much easier to drive traffic 
to your website using Pinterest than it is with Instagram. The next bucket is searchability. Okay, so let's talk about searchability. SEO, SEO stands for search engine optimization. If you're not aware of search engine optimization, then I definitely will create a podcast episode on it later on. But we do want to be looking at searchability for both of these different platforms and how they're used. So when I'm thinking of myself as a Instagram consumer, am I using search to find ideas to find solutions to my problem not really no the only time that i'm using instagram search is to find a maybe specific coach so for example i was trying to find this is a little bit personal but i was trying to find a a coach that was trained in how to handle grief and and loss i have lost both of my parents and my sister my older sister and so i was looking for someone who could help me in that area of my life and that's the only kind of times that i was using instagram search is to find a particular coach or an account that was kind of an expert in a particular field. So that's personally how I use Instagram in terms of search. You may use it differently, but I'm just gonna give an example of how I use it. With Pinterest, I'm going in there most days and I'm asking not so much questions, but I'm typing in keywords. So I'm more looking for ideas or solutions to my problems. So for example, a customer of mine might type into Pinterest, best Pinterest tips or Pinterest success or Pinterest for business, right? They're using Pinterest as a search engine platform. Whereas Instagram was not really started like that. It was more of a photo sharing platform and a relationship or connection type platform. And at the end of the day, Instagram is a social media platform. It is built to be social and not so much searchable. <laughs> so yeah, that's just an interesting kind of thing. I mean, of course this could change. People might change how they use Instagram over time. We have definitely seen more searches, for example, on TikTok, but Instagram is not really there in terms of searchability which is definitely a big disadvantage of Instagram because what it means is people are not actively looking for solutions on Instagram. Whereas with Pinterest, a lot of people are already problem aware and they're ready to invest in a solution. And also just one last thing on searchability for each of these platforms. If you wanna be found on Pinterest, you use keywords. If you wanna be found on Instagram, you use hashtags. They have said, and I've seen a lot of other kind of social media accounts talk about, you should use keywords within your content, which I think is important, you know, with every platform. But the SEO ability for Instagram just doesn't compare to an actual search engine like Pinterest. All right, the next bucket is content. So the types of content that you can create on each of these platforms definitely varies a little bit. 
So with Pinterest, let's start with Pinterest. We have standard pins, video pins, idea pins, also product pins, but I'm not going to go into product pins probably on this podcast because I don't have a shop myself. And so I just feel like I can really talk deeply more about static pins, video pins, and idea pins as well. Okay, so static and video pins, pretty much the same thing. I mean, standard is just photo, right? And a video pin is a normal pin, but it has some movement with it. So with video. And then we have idea pins, which are kind of like Instagram stories, but these are multi-page pins. I'm really loving idea pins at the moment. They are bringing me really great results. I also publish static pins. I don't do video pins anymore because I just found they didn't bring enough results with the content that I was creating on Pinterest. With Instagram, you know, obviously we have different options, carousels, we have reels, we have just the standard posts, we have Instagram stories, we have lives, right? We have lots of different options. For me, personally on my account, I love to do a mixture of carousels, also reels. So we probably publish, I would say, three reels per week and then one carousel post. And that's basically what we do every week is, yeah, three reels and one carousel. We are then repurposing those Instagram reels for idea pins. And just one like really important thing is that the reels that we create are actually repurposed from my podcast, which you're listening to right now. I actually always have my phone up on the side recording as well as my computer. I'm actually recording the episode just so that we can also use clips from that as reels. But I don't edit them in Reels, so my VA helps me edit them now. But we edit all our Reels within Descript, and they give you really great options when it comes to editing. So I really love how everything looks in Descript, and it's really easy to edit in there, and then obviously customize for each platform as needed. In terms of content, I feel like Pinterest wins when it comes to like getting results on that content because we're able to give a link for every piece of content we create on Pinterest, whereas we cannot do that with Instagram. Also, the reach is just so dead when it comes to Instagram. And this also brings me to my the next bucket, which is content lifetime. So with Instagram, you know, we post reels, we post carousels, but we're really finding that after a couple of hours, those pieces of content are completely dead. They have gone into the content black hole and they are never to be seen again. And it is such a shame because I feel like we spend a lot of time and effort and, you know, intentional thought around like the topic and what we're going to say and all of that sort of stuff. And when it just kind of dies after a couple of hours, it's really demotivating, which is why we actually switched to repurposing podcast clips rather than creating all new pieces of content for Instagram, because I found that I was just spending hours and hours creating content, new content just for Instagram reels. And we just weren't seeing the results. So we decided that I was going to prop a phone up when I record a podcast and we're going to use those clips as reels 
just to you know repurpose the content we are already creating i'm already recording this podcast episode it's already super valuable why not clip it for shorter format for instagram reels so with pinterest from my personal experience the content on pinterest lasts a lot longer for example i have pins that i put out in 2020 2019 2018 2021 right and 2022 that still bring me results today so this tells me that the content lifetime when it comes to you know my content anyway is years and sometimes years and years and years <laughs> so this makes me feel like when I'm creating content for Pinterest it's much more valuable and I feel more motivated to create content because I see better results simply put so the second to last bucket that I have here is advertising. So Pinterest actually offers paid advertising. I am joined to a membership that delves into paid advertising for Pinterest, but I've got to be honest, I have not even like logged into that membership for probably months now. I really did want to give Pinterest ads a try, but I've just been quite focused on other things quite frankly but I do do Facebook ads and I started Facebook ads I think at the end of 2021 maybe the start of 2022 so I've been doing them for a good over a year now I think and I really like Facebook and Instagram ads it allows me to show up on social media especially for my live events because for my live events I'm trying to get as many people into the live event as possible in a really quick time frame where that is really hard with organic traffic. Organic traffic is great for that consistency in traffic but when it comes to like live events I want that kind of quick sign up so that's when I use Facebook ads. I also use Facebook ads to drive consistent traffic to some of my lead magnets as well. But I have to say as well, I also use organic traffic to do that. So yeah, Pinterest ads are supposed to be really great, but I cannot give my thoughts on that quite yet because I haven't tried them out for myself. Finally, we have ROI, so return on investment. Well, this kind of goes into my final verdict as well. Is there a better platform to market your business on? Well, I think in terms of ROI, Pinterest definitely beats Instagram when it comes to traffic, when it comes to engagement, when it comes to reaching new people. And I'm taking that from my own results of the platform and I'm also basing it off how much time I spend on Pinterest versus how much time I spend on Instagram. With Instagram, I spend, I'm gonna say at least an hour per day on the platform. And I also have a VA that uploads all of my Instagram content and does some other things on the social media platform. So if I didn't have her, it might be many more hours than that. So let's say I spend five hours a week on Instagram. With Pinterest, I spend three hours per month per month <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the ROI is pretty clear here Pinterest wins and when it comes to my final verdict and kind of wrapping this up I my personal thoughts is that Pinterest is better for traffic if you want to drive traffic to your website if you want to drive traffic to your funnels your podcasts your blog posts 
right? Your offers. If you want to show up in front of new people consistently without having to show up yourself, then I think that Pinterest obviously wins. However, this leads me to my next point or the next kind of question that I get a lot is should I give up on Instagram and only post on Pinterest? My honest answer right now, and this could change, but right now I say no, don't give up on social media quite yet. The reason for that is Instagram, for example, is really good for relationship building and connections. So I'm in my DMs every day talking to a bunch of different people, talking to other business owners, talking to potential customers and clients. If someone wants to contact me quickly, they do it through Instagram. They can send me an email, but to be honest, I'm not very good at replying to my emails. So most people reach out to me on Instagram because that's a really quick and easy way to connect with people. So I do think that Although I prefer Pinterest, social media has its place, right? And I think that your energy should be wherever you want to put your energy. If you just don't vibe with Instagram, maybe there's another social media platform that you vibe with better, right? Or maybe you just don't vibe with social media. That's okay as well. Okay. In that case, go for Pinterest, right? (laughs) Go for whatever you really want, because at the end of the day, you are the business owner right? And you know what you prefer. So if you prefer to just be on Pinterest, do that. For me and my business, I choose to be on Pinterest and I choose to be on Instagram, but my time is limited on Instagram and I have those boundaries in place for a reason because I know that I can get much better results if I put that time towards Pinterest than social media. So social media, is for relationship building for me. Pinterest is for traffic, for consistent traffic to my business. It's how I show up in front of people every single day without me having to wear pants if I don't want to, (laughs) right? So that is my preferences and that is exactly how I use each of the platforms. And I have had so many conversations about social media and search engines, Pinterest, Google, Instagram, all of that in the past, you know, few months. And I think it's a really interesting conversation to be had. And I know that a lot of people are burnt out with social media and honestly, I totally get it. Like it is exhausting. If you are spending hours and hours creating content on social media and you're not seeing the results that you want, get on Pinterest. Start using Pinterest as a traffic driver to your business and then leave social media for the relationship building and the connections, if you want to, (laughs) okay? That would be my recommendation, but of course you can do whatever you want. You're the business owner. Maybe you really love Instagram. That's cool as well, okay? I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to give my verdict and my own results 
and my own thoughts on each of the buckets that we talked about today. And if you're like, should I get on Pinterest? Should I do it? Just do it. Try it out. So that is all for today's episode. If you haven't jumped on Pinterest yet, I'm going to leave a link to my Pinterest roadmap that helps you get on Pinterest, get your business on Pinterest in six easy steps. So I will leave a link to that in the description. And happy pinning happy posting on social media if that's what you want to do <laughs> and I will speak to you soon bye everyone